Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. And my name is Anna. And you're listening to the Culips English Podcast. Welcome back to Culips. You're listening to Chatterbox, the series for intermediate and advanced English learners that features natural, unedited conversations between native speakers about interesting topics or hot issues or current events. Today, I'm joined by my co host, Anna. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew, and hello, listeners. Now, I've got a question for you, Andrew. Yes, right off the bat. I love it. What's up? <laughs> well, there's a famous seasonal song that often gets played around the holidays, and one of the lyrics is, It's the most wonderful time of the year. I was going to sing that, but then I decided <laughs> not to. You know what song I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year. A very famous song that's sung around this time of the year. And, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the song title is actually It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Is that right? Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Anyway, I was wondering, do you agree with the message of the song? Do you think the holiday season is the most wonderful time of the year? Hmm. It's an interesting time of the year, it's a unique time of the year. I think it has a different feeling than other parts of the year, and it can be wonderful. There can be some happiness and joy in the holiday season, absolutely. But at the same time, it's a super hectic, very busy, and sometimes stressful time of the year. But yeah, there's some wonderful moments, absolutely. Anna, how about you? Do you think it's the most wonderful time of the year right now? Yeah, completely agree. It's like a double edged sword, right? You've got the positive thing with all your friends and your family, and then also the the busyness of getting everything together, presents, etc. So it's got both sides, I think. Well, since the holiday season is here, and also the new year is right around the corner, it's hard to believe, but it's true. And because of this, I thought it would be Excellent if we talked about the holiday season and specifically, I thought it could be interesting to compare and contrast how we celebrate Christmas in our home countries. Of course, I'm from Canada, you're from the UK, but also in the countries that we live in right now because we're both living abroad. I'm in South Korea and you're in Spain. So we have a lot to compare and contrast in this episode and I think it will make for a fascinating conversation. That does sound really interesting. And it's true that there definitely are some differences to my home country and where I live now. And I'm really curious to find out if we celebrate anything differently. Also, in somewhere really far away, like South Korea as well, for me anyway. So, it should be really interesting to talk about.、Mm -hmm. And we'll get started with our conversation in just a moment. But before we do, I want to remind all of the listeners out there about the study guide for this episode. So, guys, in the study guide, you'll find detailed vocabulary, definitions, and examples. There's a quiz. There are prompts that you can use for speaking practice and writing practice. And we highly recommend following along with the guide while you listen to this episode. And to get the guide, you just need to become a Culips member. You can find all the details and sign up on our website, which is culips.com. Becoming a member helps support the work we do here at Culips, but also gives you access to learning material and tools that we make to help you improve your English and get fluent faster. At the start of each episode, we also like to give a shout out to one of our listeners who supports us. And today we are going to shout out Ada, who left us a lovely review and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. 
Anna, do you think you could read Ada's review for us? Absolutely. So Ada wrote, Hello, Anna, Andrew, and Cassie. I'm a real fan of Culips. I've been learning with you guys for over two years or more. I enjoy it a lot, really. Recently, you've released interactive transcripts, and I must say, learning English has never been so easy and fun. So now I'm trying the shadowing technique. I have a blast with this. I currently live in the US, but I'm originally from Poland. I've tried a lot of different resources to learn the language, but I love to learn with you the most. I hope you're having a fun time doing this as well. Keep going. You make our lives easier and better, especially for those who experience real challenges living abroad. Thank you for being with us. A lovely message, right, Anna? Yeah, lovely. And absolutely share the thing about challenges abroad. Completely agree. Yeah, we're right there with you, Ada. We're both living abroad and we know exactly what you're going through. But Ada, I think you're doing great with English. Like that is a really well-written message, uh, don't you think, Anna? So I was really impressed with that and uh, touched as well. It was very nice to hear those kind words. So thank you for that wonderful review. And now let's get started with our main topic of conversation for today, which is comparing and contrasting how Christmas is celebrated in Canada and the UK. And my gut feeling here, Anna, I don't know because I've never celebrated Christmas in the UK, but my gut feeling is that the way that Christmas is celebrated in my country and your country is really, really similar and probably almost exactly the same, but there are probably some slight, small differences. And I think those differences are going to be really fascinating if we can find them. (laughs) So let's begin our search. Maybe I will start by asking you just about the lead up to Christmas. You know, uh, Mm. we're recording this episode right now on December 16th, and we're going to hustle and hurry to get it ready so that we can launch it before Christmas. Right now it's December 16th, so we're around, what, nine days away from Christmas. So it's uh, the lead up to Christmas right now. What do people in the UK do leading up to Christmas? Well, it's an excellent question. And for me personally, Christmas is all about the lead up. So guys, mm-hmm. the lead up is is the noun version of leading up to. So it's all about the time before. And honestly, it's a mixture. I mean, a lot of people work just before Christmas. So a lot of people will work right up to Christmas Eve. That's very common. Mm-hmm. But also we have different types of events. Maybe we have a work Christmas party. That's always a sign that Christmas is coming. Maybe we will do a candlelight walk or there's lots of different Christmas events that people like to do in the lead up but I mean very individual lots of different things but I think the most common thing is just spending time with family and friends having parties uh, seeing people that you haven't seen in ages before Christmas because then Christmas really for us is about family not Mm -hmm. so much about friends like I've rarely seen my friends at Christmas I see them at New Year But Christmas really for us is about family. And I imagine that's the same in in Canada, right? Absolutely. The lead up to Christmas, of course, like you just mentioned, is full of social events. Lots of parties, parties with your friends. Usually there are office parties. There might be different like Christmas gatherings. If you, you know, are maybe a part of a running club or something, they might have a Christmas banquet or some kind of event like this. So there's lots of social events, but when it comes to actually Christmas Day itself, it's all about 
the family and I would never see my friends on Christmas Day. I, I used to see my friends on Boxing Day, which is the day following Christmas. That would be a day where I could spend mm. time with friends. But on Christmas Day itself, I would always just spend it with my family, never with friends, which is, I think, a shock for people to learn about who are from South Korea, where I live now, because here in South right. Korea, Christmas is often, especially for young people, a time where you spend it with your friends. It's a day to like hang out with your friends and socialize, not so much a family day. So yeah, that's one really big difference that I've noticed between how Christmas is celebrated in Korea and in Canada. Yeah, and of course, it's not a blanket thing, right? Of course, there are some people that spend time with friends. There's some people that spend time with their family. I'm I'm talking about in general here, guys. So of mm-hmm, course, mm-hmm. there's some variations always. And for me, one thing that some people do is they go away. And especially people mm. in the UK, right? Because we have mm-hmm. terrible weather. <laughs> Last year when I went home for Christmas, the two weeks that I was back, I didn't see the sun once. <laughs> you can imagine. So a lot of people like to get some winter sun over Christmas. So some people mm-hmm. might go on holiday to, for example, the Canary Islands in Spain. So some people might do that. Or I've seen some people go to Australia for Christmas because, of course, Australia at the moment is in the middle of their summer. So there are some people that like to do other plans or maybe they go traveling. You know, there's no general rule. But traditionally, I would say that the days leading up to Christmas are with your job, you're at work, you're going out with people from there and friends. And then Christmas Day itself is is a family day. So interesting to learn that about Korea. I, I had no idea. It's interesting. Christmas Eve is a day for couples, especially for young couples. I'm not talking necessarily about like Mm. the couples that have been married for 30 years, right? But (laughs) like if you're young in your 20s and you're dating and you've got a a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, then that's a time when it's like a date day. It's almost like a romantic day. And my wife and I have been trying to find a restaurant to get a reservation for a Christmas Eve dinner. And it's been impossible. Christmas Eve this year is on Saturday. And because it's this like romantic day here, all of the restaurants are reserved. So we've just resigned ourselves to the fact that we're probably just going to have to eat at home on Christmas Eve. I like that though. It's kind of sweet. And we we do have another kind of service that people go to on Christmas Eve. If people are religious, because of course the UK is a Christian country. So we do have the tradition of some people go to a service on the 24th, which is called Midnight Mass. Mm-hmm. Some of you guys may be familiar with that, with that service. And it's at midnight on the 24th of December. So some mm-hmm. people do do that as a lead up to Christmas. And some people feel, some people really enjoy going to that, going to that service. It's very relaxed. It's very calm and it has a very different kind of vibe. So some people really like going to that service if they if they go to church. So I think those mm-hmm. are some of the the common things that we do. What about decorations, Andrew? How do you how do you decorate your house? So Canada is a big country, right? And because it's such a big country, a lot of people live in houses and they decorate their houses. So Christmas lights are a big thing. So Probably some of our listeners have watched Christmas movies before and have probably seen uh, Christmas decorations in North American style suburbs. And I grew up in one of these North American suburbs and it was the tradition and I guess it still is the tradition in my family to decorate the house. I don't know if my parents these days put up lights outside, but definitely when I was living back in Canada with my family, that was 
something that my dad and my brother and I would do every year. We would get out these strings of Christmas lights and get out the ladder and go on the roof and staple the lights down to the roof to, to decorate the house. And we would put Christmas lights in the trees around our house as well. And my mom would do a lot of decorating on the inside of the house. Of course, there's the Christmas tree, but also Christmas wreaths. And she had like this nativity scene. Of course, Christmas is a religious holiday and has to do with the birth of Christ. And so she had this like nativity scene showing baby Jesus in a manger And she used to display that and all sorts of decorations. And I remember all of my friends as well. Their parents would go nuts. It's like they have so many decorations. And that is something that you don't see as much over here in South Korea. Of course, different businesses, cafes and department Mm. stores will do some decorations. But I don't see anybody putting up Christmas lights outside of their house or anything like that at all. What about you, Anna? How would you decorate (laughs) in the UK? Would you put up Christmas lights outside on your home? Yeah, you were making me laugh there because I was kind of imagining you on the roof with the staple, like, you know, (laughs) get with the program, get the lights up. (laughs) And it's funny because because we say, I don't know if you say this in Canada, Andrew, but we say to go all out, which is like, to go all out is all the lights, all the lights on the trees, on the house, red, blue, white, like to go all out. (laughs) To do it like 100%, right? To put in all the effort to go all out. Yeah, we use that expression as well. Cool. So uh, some people in the UK do go all out. And actually, there's some specific people I'm thinking within my town that are kind of famous for putting the Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel bad for them because I feel like they're kind of trapped because Mm. (laughs) everybody expects them to do these amazing lights every year. So they kind of don't really have any choice. Otherwise, people are going to be missing the... The Christmas lights. So yeah, there are some people that go all out. I think my family is somewhere in the middle. My mum really likes to have the Christmas tree. And then we have like lots of things on the Christmas tree, like little baubles and and Mm. tinsel and things like that. And around the house, we have different lights. And I mean, to be honest, in my house right now, I don't have a Christmas tree because I'm Mm. just like, it's just me. I feel a bit silly <laughs> having a Christmas tree in the corner when it's just me here. I feel I feel a little bit strange and honestly can't really be bothered. I will be waiting for the Christmas decorations at home. So it depends. I think people do like to have the Christmas decorations. And I, I like the lights that you have in the cities. I don't know if you have them in Korea, South Korea as well. Hmm. The lights in the cities. And I think that's nice. I think it brings a different atmosphere and I think it makes everybody feel excited. So I love seeing the lights in cities that they have for Christmas. I think that's really special. Yeah, uh, to be honest, we do not have a Christmas tree in our place either. I knew it. We put up some lights yesterday evening because my wife is having some friends over this evening. We're having a little Christmas gathering here at our place. So we needed to make Mm -hmm. it look festive and Christmassy. So we did put up some Christmas lights And I borrowed some Christmas garland. You know, garland is like the string of shiny, it's almost like tinfoil, but it's colored like red and green and gold to look Christmassy. And you just kind of hang that around (laughs) the apartment. So we've decorated with some garland and some lights. And yeah, we got a nice Christmas vibe in our apartment right now, but no tree, no tree. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of guessed that you wouldn't have a tree as well. I was thinking, I bet Andrew doesn't have a tree either. Not because we're not festive, but I just thought, I bet he doesn't have a tree either. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's it's a lot of effort. And I don't have a lot of space in my living room. So I think, okay, I'm going to have a tiny tree. And for me, it's like, it's kind of pointless to have a tiny tree. Sorry, guys, if you have a tiny tree in your house <laughs> on your desk or something. But for me, it's kind of pointless. I prefer to just wait until... I get home. And actually, that's one thing maybe I wanted to pick up from before is that for mm. me, Christmas is also about traveling. So for the last nearly, I don't know, 13 years, every Christmas I travel to go home. Mm. I traveled from Liverpool to go back to Oxfordshire. I traveled from Spain to go back to the UK. So for me, that trip, that's when I start to go into Christmas mode. Like, that's when I'm like, ooh, I get really excited. I'm like, Christmas is coming. As soon as I get on that flight or that train, that is the start of Christmas for me. Nice. And are you going back home for Christmas this year? Yes, I'm actually going back on the 18th, which is in a couple of days. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I can't wait. Just fingers crossed that my flight is not delayed or my bags don't get lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That would be terrible. Hopefully you have a nice, uh, happy and wonderful Christmas back home with your family. What does Christmas morning look like in your house, Anna? How do you celebrate Christmas morning? Oh my goodness. I was going to say, how does it look? Well, we all look awful. That's for <laughs> starters. <laughs> We are definitely not one of these families where you see the pictures and they're like all done up, like with makeup and everybody's dressed. Like, no, that's definitely not how it goes in our house. So we're in our pajamas for a significant portion of the day. I'll put it that way. What about you? <laughs> when I was younger, you know, Christmas was by far the most exciting holiday because, mm. uh, of course, a central part of Christmas is gift giving and exchanging gifts, right? And it's all about the kids. So when you are a family and you have young kids, it's a time to spoil the kids, I think. And I was mm. definitely spoiled growing up. So I always loved Christmas because <laughs> it was a time to get a wonderful, amazing present. And so I could never sleep on Christmas Eve. I would always just be so excited for Christmas morning. And as soon mm. as the sun would come up at the crack of dawn, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know what time it is uh, Christmas morning. I guess it's, you know, the sun rises pretty late. So let's say maybe like 7.30 in the morning. As soon as the sun would rise and there's a little bit of sunlight, then I would get up and we would run to see what Santa Claus, <laughs> a.k.a. mom and dad, had left for us. So mm. when I was younger, it was a day that always started really early. You know, and it always felt like a long day as well because you don't go anywhere. You're kind of just hanging around the home all day. We usually have a nice breakfast and then just kind of hang out. And there's nothing on TV to watch. There's no stores open or anything. So, yeah, just a day to, like, relax and really not do much except eat, right? You eat a big breakfast <laughs> and then eat a Christmas dinner as well. Um, but now that I'm older and I just celebrate Christmas with my wife, it's more like a day of rest. Like there's mm -hmm. no way I'm waking up at the crack of dawn anymore. <laughs> I'm going to sleep as long as I can, get a, a nice rest in and then, yeah, maybe wake up and eat some brunch and just relax. And here in Korea, everything is open. So if we want to go and do an activity, go shopping, go watch a movie, oh. something like that, uh, everything's open. So. That's great. Yeah, we just use it as kind of like an extra weekend day, right? It's mm. like a, just a nice day where you could do whatever you want, essentially. 
Yeah, and it's funny because when you asked me that question, how's Christmas morning? I totally forgot about the presents. But oh, yeah. I think that's, yeah, just totally <laughs> skipped that part. But I think it's because, you know what? When I was younger, you're right. It's all about the kids and the kids get the presents. But as I've got older, so it used to be the kids that got the presents and my mum and dad got a couple of little things or my mum got a couple of little things. Mm. Now it's the opposite. Mm. So now we go back. My mum's got this huge pile of presents. I mean, <laughs> my brother and sister have got like one present. So I think that's <laughs> right. why I didn't remember the presents because I don't really get any anymore, which is fine, which is yeah. fine. I come from a Scottish background and actually in Scotland, I don't know if this is, well, my family in Scotland don't really give presents after 18 so mm. once you grow up, I mean, my mum and dad and whatever give me presents. But when you get a bit older, the presents get a bit smaller. They've already invested in you a lot when you were younger. So no complaints here. But I remember the stocking. So my mum always does a stocking as well as the presents. Mm -hmm. And guys, if you don't know what a stocking is, it's like a big sock and you hang it outside your door. And basically that's where you get the small good presents the small mm -hmm. expensive presents in my family anyway that's where you get the nice little bits and bobs a little perfume a little packet of socks a box of nice chocolates and for me the stocking is the icing on the cake on christmas morning that's <laughs> that's the thing you oh i get up i go to the stocking i open my stocking on my bed and then i go uh through to the living room and you're right at the crack of dawn really 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 early my brother and sister used to wake up at like well, i don't know half past five in the morning it was horrendous <laughs> too early too early too early yeah god and i think we may have found a difference here uh, we also have a stocking that we we get in canada and i always love it too because there's lots of candy inside the stocking at least the ones that i would get but we hang our stocking not on our door but near our mantle of the fireplace mm. because Santa Claus has to come down the chimney of the fireplace and uh, put the presents in right. the stocking. So we leave it right in a very convenient location for him. So we would always hang our stockings on the mantle of the fireplace. I see. Okay, yeah, that 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 makes sense because I remember watching a lot of movies and things like that where they're on the fireplace. And I think another thing to mention here, guys, is a lot of families have slightly different traditions. So within the kind of normal things or general things that people do a lot of families have their own traditions with things so sometimes they might do the stockings first and then go to the presents or maybe they have a special thing that they do with the stockings like a lot of families I don't know if you found this with your friends Andrew they have like little traditions that they do within their families so mm -hmm. there's also lots of little quirks and different things that people do outside of the general things that that we're talking about as well yeah, absolutely. I remember growing up in my hometown, a lot of my friends come from like a Northern European or Eastern European background. And I'm not sure exactly which countries do this, but I think a lot of countries in both maybe Northern Europe, like in Scandinavia and also in Eastern Europe as well. And listeners correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I believe in most of those countries, they do the gift exchange on Christmas Eve. Mm. Because a lot of my friends come from that kind of cultural background, they would also open their gifts on Christmas Eve. And I remember being very jealous as a youngster, like my friends are all opening their presents and they would call me and talk about the wonderful gifts they received. And I still had to wait until Christmas morning. It was like torture to have to wait one more <laughs> 
extra sleep longer than them. But yeah, you're absolutely right that it's hard to say like this is how we celebrate Christmas because every family is different, every tradition is different. Probably everybody's menu at their Christmas dinner is is different as well. So yeah, it's hard to summarize it and say this is exactly how we celebrate it. But I think, and it sounds like we actually celebrate it in a very similar fashion. You and I. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd like to mention Spain as well because if you think opening presents on the twenty fourth is strange, try mm -hmm. this. When I moved to Spain, I didn't know this. But not just in Spain, but other countries around the world, especially Catholic countries, they open their presents on the 6th of January. And not only that, but that Christmas Day is called Three Kings Day. So those are the three wise men hmm. out of the story. And basically what they do is they have a big parade on the 5th of January. And they have these big kind of floats of people. And there's like a big parade in the middle of the in, in the middle of the city in the middle of towns and they throw sweets at all the Whoa. children Whoa. and all the children they're like oh my god and they've got these umbrellas and what they do is they turn the umbrellas inside out so they can catch all the sweets and you can see these little kids with all the ladders trying to reach the the sweets Whoa. and the, the yeah and the cutest thing is that they think that these wise men are like the real wise men right so they mm. go crazy they're like balthazar and they're like shouting <laughs> all the names of the three wise men it's the cutest thing it's so sweet but for me the 6th of january is like i'm done like christmas is <laughs> over like we're in the new year now so for me it was really strange to have this to kind of take part in this it just felt really strange for me but it is a wonderful I mean, it's like an extra Christmas. You've got Christmas Day. I've got my Christmas in England. I've got New Year. And then I've got Christmas in Spain. So no complaints. I get a double Christmas. I'm absolutely fine with that. <laughs> nice. So on the 25th <laughs> in Spain, nothing happens. They do still celebrate Christmas Day. That's still an important day. But they don't have the tradition of opening presents on that day. It's very much a family day, much more relaxed, mm. a nice meal with the family. And, and that's how most people celebrate Christmas Day in Spain from as far as I as far as I know and then the six is when it goes crazy this is when the kids get mm. all the presents but also just from a practical standpoint they then have to go back to school the next day on the seventh okay. <laughs> so it's like I think some families here have started giving presents on the 24th or on the 25th just so they can spend a little bit more time with their presents before they have to go back to school Sure. Yeah. Some playtime before you have to go back to your studies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Anna, we're going to wrap things up here quickly, but before we do, I have one final question for you. And I'm very curious about this because I know in the USA, there is no boxing day, but as far as I know uh -huh. in the UK and in Canada, we have a, a holiday called boxing day, which falls mm. on December 26th. It's the day after Christmas. And in Canada, traditionally, that was a big shopping day. There were massive sales. The biggest sales of the year were on December 26th. And people would go to the malls and go shopping and it would be crazy. And I think now some of that has changed slightly because of the American Black Friday holiday. And mm. of course, uh, American culture seeps into Canada very, very easily. And so also now we have Black Friday in Canada. And I think maybe that is a more popular shopping day, which makes sense because 
it was always horrible to go shopping right after Christmas. I, I never mm. liked it. I don't really like shopping like that in general, but especially the day after Christmas, I never liked it. But that was what Boxing Day was, and I guess to an extent is. But what's Boxing Day like in the UK? Yeah, well, I think the tradition of Boxing Day actually comes from in the past. Boxing Day was when you gave presents to people who were less fortunate. But I mean, that tradition has been completely lost. Hmm. I think a lot of people think it has to do with the sport, boxing, but it's actually not to do with that at all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, people love to go shopping on Boxing Day. There are some really good sales. I couldn't think of anything worse than going (laughs) shopping on Boxing Day. Literally nothing worse. Maybe on the 27th, maybe on the 28th, at a push the 29th. But you're not going to find me in a shop on the 26th. Like, like, no way. Absolutely not. The 26th yeah. is a day to recover, to eat the leftovers, to relax. It is yeah. not a day to go shopping. <laughs> Turkey sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm totally on the same page as you. Shopping on boxing day no sounds terrible and i i've done it in the past but never again i think that point of my life is finished <laughs> going back to the question though people do do it there are sales on boxing day and it is a is a big it is a big tradition so people do like to do that a lot of people like to watch sports as well there's a lot of mm. sports things on boxing day as well so that tends to be a day when people go out with friends like you mentioned before so Christmas Day tends to be with family and then Boxing Day, sometimes people like to do different events and go and see different things. Yeah, I always loved Boxing Day as a university student because, you know, I come from a small town and there's not much to do once you graduate high school. So all of my friends would leave and they'd go study at different universities uh, across the country. But Christmas time was like the one time of the year you could guarantee that almost everybody would come back and so I could see all of my friends on Boxing Day and we'd have yeah, a get together or a party or something on Boxing Day and we could all get together again. So, yeah, definitely Boxing Day was always a fun day for me, in especially when I was in university. But now it's just a day to hang out and relax. And actually here in Korea, it's not a holiday. Oh, no. and Boxing Day will be on a Monday. Oh. So it's just a regular work day this year for me. Ooh, yeah, that's <laughs> tough. At least in the UK and, and here in Spain as well, it is, it is, it's a public holiday. It's a bank holiday. So great. Yeah, the way Christmas falls this year is really bad for bank holidays. So we actually kind of lose days. Terrible. Yeah, it's terrible this year for Christmas and New Year. But what can we do? We shan't complain. Well, Anna, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and a Merry Christmas. And I think that will bring us to the end of this episode, everyone. So thank you for listening and congratulations on making it all the way to the end. Great job. And now, of course, you know about how Anna and I spend the holiday season, but we are curious about you. Do you celebrate Christmas in your country? Or maybe you have a different way to spend the holidays? Or maybe you come from a culture or a place where there is no end of year holiday celebration yet because it's not even the end of the year according to the calendar in your country. No matter what you do around this time of the year, we would love to hear about it. So please get in touch and let us know. Absolutely. This is your opportunity to be active with your English and join the discussion. Please let us know what you have to say by leaving a comment or posting on the discussion forum on our website. If you like Hulips, please support us. 
There are many ways you can do that. You could tell your friends who are learning English to check us out, or you could follow us on Instagram. Just search for Qlips English and you'll be able to find us. You could also subscribe to Qlips on your favorite podcast app and leave us a positive review. Finally, you could become a Qlips member. And for information about all the awesome benefits you get when you're a member, just check out qlips.com. We'll be back for another episode very soon and we'll talk to you all again then. Have a happy Christmas, Andrew, and to listeners as well. Have a wonderful time if you are celebrating Christmas and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Happy holidays.